Hey kings and queens, welcome back to another episode of Tortured Souls. I got a lot of good feedback on the last episode, which was nice because it felt the most aligned with where I want this podcast to go. Today I'm going to be talking about mind, body, and spirit and how they're all connected and how that relates to like harmony and balance and all of that. And so when I'm talking about mind, I might be switching between like mentally, emotionally, and then for body, like physically, sexually, and then spiritually, you know, for your spirit, spiritually. I think that's the only word I'd probably use. Two or three weeks ago, I was at a photo shoot and I was talking to someone and they were explaining to me about how they were asexual. And I had never really spoken to anyone, you know, one-on-one about asexuality. And so I was very curious about it. My mind cannot comprehend that really just because of my own high sex drive like I'm like there's no way there's no way I was very curious and asking a lot of questions and they were very open with me which I was appreciative so I could learn more about it there's different types of attraction recently I realized that when it comes to my sexual orientation I am physically bi I am emotionally and spiritually heterosexual for me when looking for a partner in order for me to be in harmony and me to have full fulfillment within um, a relationship, I am heterosexual. In high school, I was very, I had a lot of internalized homophobia. And I think now realizing that I'm only physically attracted to women is making everything make more sense why I wasn't, had a lot of internalized homophobia. I think it wasn't even that, it was just I wasn't understanding. I didn't understand that you could have multiple forms of attraction to different people like that, like physical, mental, you know, spiritually. Because I used to tell myself and other people all the time, I was like, yeah, I think I could, you know, kiss a girl, have sex with a girl, but I don't think I could ever marry a girl. I don't think I could ever date a girl. And then obviously I dated two girls. And I think the the second one, um, that was a whole toxic relationship. So it was kind of like, after that, I was like, I'm done dating girls. I'm done with it. I'm over it. It's not happening again. And I think maybe for a while, I just thought it was because of the how toxic that was. I think I'm just realizing and looking back, like it just always was true that I, I I was only ever wanting to physically or sexually be attracted to girls. But I think when I was younger, I was always like, well, if you would never marry or you would never date a girl, why the fuck are you with a girl? Then that means maybe you're not actually gay. You're not actually into girls if you wouldn't date one or marry one. I didn't allow myself to explore that part of it because it somehow meant to me in my brain that I wasn't gay if I wasn't willing to date a girl or if I I could never see myself doing that. And then when I finally allowed myself to explore, you know, that part of me, trying to fully realize what I want in life and what I want in a relationship, what I want. And as I'm just healing from that past relationship, in order for me to be fulfilled, I need to be with a man. My life will not be fulfilled if I were to marry a woman. I enjoy looking at women. I enjoy being sexually active with women. However, my life cannot be fulfilled. And that does not mean that other people can. And that also doesn't mean that having two dads or having two moms isn't fulfilling for some people because it is. Just personally, for me, it's not. And it made me realize that because of the mind, body, spirit thing. Sexually, I'm bi. I think if someone were to ask me, I mean, I hate labels. I don't understand why this world loves labels so much. I mean, I do. It's so that they can keep us in a box at one point and still sometimes go back and forth between wanting to identify as they, them. Not because I don't think I'm a female. I do strongly believe I'm a female. But because my name is gender neutral as is. 
And so if I were to just have they, them pronouns, no one can make a, a quick judgment based on my gender. Because honestly, I'm more, I'm more qualified than a lot of men. I am. But a lot of men on a job application, if you were to see a he, him, as opposed to a she, her, that's already given an, uh, a leg. Whereas you see they, them, and you see Jordan, you could assume that that could be a, a boy or a girl. It, it doesn't matter. And so in itself, that already makes it an even playing field, if that makes sense. So that has been something that I, it's for like the last like two years I've gone back and forth about is whether or not I want to identify fully as they, them, or this she, they. But right now it's she, they. Anyway, honestly, I just love who I love. And that's all it is. When I was in Utah, there's a staff member who was bi. Honestly, I think it was like the first staff member, like first person I think I really met that was like bi and like actually got to talk to them and like fully understand like what was going on there. She never actually, you know, she never actually came out as bi. So I'm, I, I take that back. All she ever said, she was like, I love who I love. And that's what it was. And ever since then, like that's been my thing is I love who I love. Plain and simple. I don't know why we have to make it anything beyond that. When I was picking out my prescription sunglasses, I picked out these Ray-Bans and my mom was like, oh, these are for the men. And I'm like, no, no, they're not. I don't know how sunglasses can have a gender. Once you start labeling things like, oh, this is the men's department. This is the female's department. It doesn't matter. If I wanna store my entire purse in my jean pocket, I'm gonna go buy men's jeans. Ugh, this world just has so many issues that I could just go on and on about. But that's one of them. Anyway, so let's get back to the mind, body, and spirit thing. Because that just went a whole different path. I was writing a journal entry on what I wanted in life. And so I kind of just started with some basic facts. And then as I was like writing the whole, you know, the pages, I came back and I like read them and kind of picked out the themes overall of what I wanted in life. And, you know, it would be nice to have a house in Spain, a house in Maui, a house in the Bahamas, a house in, I don't fucking know, a house is everywhere, right? That would be nice. And I would love that. And I just realized that there's about five key basic concepts of things that I want in life. And I've just decided to surrender to however those manifest. So if those manifest is having a house in Spain, in Maui, in the Bahamas and everywhere else in the world, cool. I used to kind of want to like manifest in a way where I'm trying to be very specific about the things that I want. I don't need all that to be happy, right? After I journaled and came to the five basic things, they are, you know, to leave a legacy, make an impact or somehow change the world. And honestly, me living right now has already, that has already manifested, that is already true. Like I've changed people's lives just by being myself. The other one is to travel, to explore, learn new cultures and ways of living. However that manifests, I'm okay with. If that manifests as me moving every three months to get to explore new places, if that manifests in a way marrying a military person, which that's a whole different breed. But let's just say it were to manifest like that. I would get to travel, you know what I mean? I would get to 
explore and learn new cultures because you know like some military people go and live in japan for two years and you get to immerse yourself into that culture while you're there for two years would it be my preferred preference for it to be a military man absolutely not if i'm being 100 percent honest about that no but the point of what i'm trying to say though is that it doesn't necessarily matter how it manifests because i want to in my life, travel, explore, and learn new cultures. And that could manifest that way. And if it did, I would surrender to the fact. The third one is to build a safe and stable home for my children. To have a Disney fairy tale love story. Now that one is a little bit more specific, but growing up, I was a Disney girl and I still am. I went to Disneyland like every year for my birthday, basically growing up and it was the happiest place in the whole world for me. Disneyland just took me to another world. I am a hopeless romantic and I love love. I want to have a Disney fairy tale kind of love story. And again, I don't care how that manifests. I don't care, you know, if it's someone that goes out here and buys me a whole private jet with my name on it, or if it's someone who brings me handpicked flowers every day on their way home from work. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it doesn't need to manifest in a way that is the private jet. Just the simple, I love you and I want to show you that I love you in the littlest of ways. I went out and bought your favorite candy just because I know you're on your period. So I went out and bought and did this. You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that I'm talking about. And then the last one is to be surrounded by those aligned with me slash my soul family. If these five basic concepts come to fruition, I know that I will be happy in life. And however these look, and I'm not going to be picky, I'm not going to be in control or try to control how these five concepts come to life. I am just going to put them out in the universe that I want these five things out of life. And I simply just wrote next to it, show me how good these can get. Show me how good a Disney fairy tale love can be. Show me how much I can travel and how much of an impact I can leave on the world. And I don't care how that manifests. You know, like the last episode, I talked about how I just put out in the universe that I needed a MacBook and it manifested with a relationship and memories and a couple other gifts along the way as well. Growing up, I thought that being a doctor, doing the whole pre-med route and doing all that was what's best for me. I thought going to college for soccer was what was best for me and what was what I wanted. I thought I wanted all these things. Uh, it turns out I didn't. Finding balance has honestly been one of the hardest concepts, like spiritual concepts that I've had to put into practice. And it's been something I've been trying to work on, consciously make an effort to work on since March. Five months later, like I still haven't nailed down the concept. Who would have thought finding balance would have taken five plus months? At the beginning of this year, I implemented this great morning routine. And then as soon as my business started kicking in, I was like, okay, I know where I'm going with this. I'm starting to work. And I just started putting a lot of my effort into making this business like pick up speed and it did and it worked. Through that, you know, I stopped working out as well. I mean, as much and I stopped taking care of my body, stopped doing some of my spiritual practices that helped keep me grounded. I think I'm slowly finding it. I think I don't have to put in eight hours straight of work. I could put in two to three hours a day instead of having to literally sit at this desk for eight hours straight and not get up at all. I will like, I'll literally get breakfast, come sit down at this desk and be here for eight hours and not go to the bathroom, not go eat, literally won't do any of that. 
And that is not helpful for my physical body. That is not good for my mental state to be staring at a, you know, screen and also not going to the bathroom, not eating, just full in work mode for eight hours is not healthy for my mind, body, or spirit. But then also just sitting around and smoking weed and taking naps and going on TikTok is not fulfilling to my spirit. It is not fulfilling to my body. It doesn't give me some, you know, mental stimulation or a mental numbing. Yeah, but it's not, it doesn't make my whole self in harmony. Finding that balance of having that nice morning routine, taking care of like my physical health and my mental health and my spiritual health at the same time while also trying to build a career for myself, socializing, working on my healing and my trauma. It has been a lot to keep it all in check. And I think I'm slowly starting to figure it out just slowly. I used to think that if I were to grind for eight hours straight, I would be more productive as opposed to working for two to three hours a day because I could see it. Whereas like, yeah, I just did all this shit in eight hours. So I can see how much work I put in. But when I'm doing it, you know, every two, you know, two to three hours every day, I, it's not a big lump sum that I can see. And I think that's where it it makes it in my brain like it's not actually happening, like I'm not actually working. I find the balance because I, I need to make sure that, you know, that I'm eating because I tend to work through lunch often. I'm not really setting myself up for the best quality of mental productivity when I'm not eating throughout the day and I'm not stopping to stretch or even just go to the bathroom. Working from home is a whole nother thing as well because it's good because I'm in complete control over myself. Like I'm in control of my work schedule, my, you know, when I clock in, when I clock out. I got to make sure I'm actually practicing, you know, working on some skills or that I'm taking the time to learn. And I'm not just taking time to create content, putting time in for my mental health, putting time in for my physical health, taking time for like meditation practices. It's easier for me to be kinder. It's easier for me to be more productive when it comes to my work when everything is in harmony and I'm not on full overdrive of work because also people really like to place a lot of emphasis on material things and that was hard for me when it came to my work because for the longest time I wasn't getting paid for a lot of this stuff and you know even some of the things I do I'm not getting paid for I'm doing them you know to work towards so obviously getting that monetization but sometimes that contributes to why I don't feel like I'm being productive or why I don't feel like I'm working when I am and it's because society you know kind of places this value that you're not working unless you are making money when that's not true like I was realizing the other day that like I'm sitting outside because I have like four Instagram accounts and one of them is my 420 spam account, which like randomly has kind of like popped off. Like I just kind of deleted Snap. And so I was like, well, I kind of want to post my smoking stuff somewhere. And I don't really want to keep posting it all over my regular Instagram. I had this other Instagram with a cool name. So I was like, sure, why not put it over here? And next thing you know, I have like 50 plus followers. So like that might be going somewhere soon anyway. But the point is, is I'm taking these, I'm making these reels for these. I'm making TikToks, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting outside smoking. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, this isn't work. But actually, it is work because 
every time that I've posted a reel on, especially on that account, I've gotten a bunch of followers. So I'm, I'm building my platform by making this reel by sitting and smoking. And that was kind of cool. You know, when this like 420 account pops off and next thing you know, I'm getting paid to try different weed samples or all these weed companies sending me free weed literally me smoking weed is going to be my job until that monetization stuff comes in sometimes it feels like i'm not working you know obviously this podcast is very spiritually fulfilling and being able to use the horrible experiences and you know use the bad shit that i've been through to help others i really like photography i just don't think it's going to be a fulfilling job when it comes to, you know, the harmony of all three of those aspects within me. I think cinematography could be fulfilling if I were to be able to bring in this spiritual um, mental illness awareness, talking about this kind of stuff into, you know, some kind of film or a visual representation of this kind of stuff. And I think that 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 is how like you know photography and film could be fulfilling for me i think i don't know i it's, i get really i still i feel like i'm going back and forth between what i'm fully fully wanting i think though long term focusing on spreading awareness on mental illness healing other people you know kind of almost in a sense counseling others without being a therapist helping others and healing others i think is what is the most fulfilling for me emotionally and spiritually in all of those. I think my last episode impacted a lot of people, even just myself, because I was finally like, this is what I was meant to do. Is This is what I was meant to do was to be able to use my advice and my spiritual wisdom to help others. That was fulfilling to me. Just motivating other people, I think, really is is what is the most fulfilling for me. I've been trying to figure out how that looks because I don't really know. I don't know how that's going to come about. I kind of thought about maybe being like um, a life coach. I kind of thought that would be cool. But I also feel like it's kind of fucking weird to charge people to heal their lives. Like, I don't want to be a gatekeeper of like, you know what I mean? Like being on this podcast, I can give out these tips for free, you know, because I why are we charging people to help heal themselves and help give them advice? I don't know, that's confusing to me because it kind of seems like it defeats the purpose. So that's why it's also weird because it's like, I don't want to make a mon like, I don't really want to make a, a, a monetary gain on me giving my spiritual wisdom and advice to other people. That feels weird to me. I went through this shit and for my soul's growth and my own thing, but so that I could share this wisdom with other people. Not so I can share this wisdom so that someone can pay me like 10K to be their life coach or something and I like change their life. Like, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure everything out. I feel like last week I was like full blown about being a cinematographer, director. The week before that, I feel like I was all about being like an entrepreneur. And now this week I'm like, I just want to give my spiritual wisdom away for free. I can't provide for myself with that, <laughs> you know, you kind of do, like, I don't know. So I'm just still trying to figure it all out, all out. I think my spiritual growth is just happening at such an insane rate that sometimes it's like a little overwhelming. 
because, you know, like last week I was a different bitch than I am now and next week I'll be a different bitch than I am today. And through that, I am quickly changing my vibration and it's getting higher and I'm becoming out of alignment with a lot of things and people in my life. And that's kind of hard how, you know, like one week someone was aligned with you and the next week they were no longer aligned with you. And that, that really is just how life is, I guess, but it is what it is. I am on day three of no vaping. I think my spirit guides have been telling me that the next step of my ascension is, like, needs to be done sober. Obviously, while I'm in France, I'm going to be sober. And I think, you know, being in another country, I've never been to Europe, and I'll be able to do a lot of things on my own. And I'm basically, like, I'm living in France because I'll be in, like, not a hotel. I think this France trip honestly is is gonna be big for my ascension. Yeah, the spiritual awakening journey has been a lot. It's been a trip. Realizing that you grew up around people and they've they've always been this way but you never saw it or you never chose to see it. There's just so much I could talk about when it comes to spirituality. I I get I think I'm still in a stage of my spiritual whatever where it's it's terrifying for me to talk about it because spirituality and psychic abilities and, you know, whatever people like to call witch, witchy stuff, which I just hate that label. It's a it's an interesting thing to talk about because people have very opposing views on it. And I don't want my podcast to get any kind of like political or controversial in any kind of way because it is supposed to be like a healing space. And I'm just realizing, you know, I'm a spiritual person and... I have a lot of wisdom to offer. I'm definitely taking this podcast down a more spiritual route, which makes me feel really good. And I hope that the rest of you guys also enjoy that. And if you're not a super spiritual person, you can look at it as in if, you know, you're Catholic or Christian or whatever your beliefs are in that frame or just don't want listen to it. You know, it doesn't bother me either way. I was going to be doing like a, a month of guests uh, for August while I was in France I just didn't end up getting enough people. I'd rather just record the podcast in France. And I kind of like when I record them like week by week because I am changing so much that I bet you if I were to record something right now and then post it in two weeks, I wouldn't resonate with it anymore probably or with some of the things I was saying in it. On my YouTube, I think I'm going to be posting some video diaries from Europe. Just if you want to follow that along, follow my Instagram at Jordan Woodley and this Instagram at Tortured Souls Podcast. I will talk to you guys in the next podcast. And in the meantime, stay cool. Be you. Peace.